You're listening to 20,000 Hertz. Thank you for calling the California Department of Motor Vehicles. For English, press 1. Para español, oprima el 2. There was a time when the most we interacted with digital voices was through answering machines like this. Hello, I am Miles, DMV's virtual assistant that provides general information. How can I help you? Nowadays, we hear digital voices all the time. They're in our smart speakers, our phones, even our vacuums. Please charge Roomba. But before Siri, Alexa, and Roomba, there was one digital voice who many of us already treated like a companion. This voice frustrated us when it led us astray, and it came with us on some of our most memorable adventures. Ready to navigate. At the next intersection, turn left. At the next intersection, turn left. That's Karen Jacobson. Karen was the Australian English voice for millions of GPS units. My voice was in the Garmin, the Navman, the TomTom, the Mio. If you had a GPS unit in your car in the 2005 to 2010 range, there's a good chance you might have heard Karen's voice. Turn right onto Southeast Woodstock Boulevard. Some of you may remember this infamous phrase that triggered when you took a wrong turn. Recalculating. 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 At the time, many users went online to complain about this phrase. In 2010, country singer Frank Zaruba even wrote a song about it. Recalculate. It's said to turn back there. Recalculate. My daughter should turn right here. Who needs that gadget look by my knee? But for others, Karen's voice was a source of comfort. It is still just so wild to think that my speaking voice is considered an, a companion for some people and the voice of frustration for others. In 2002, Karen was living in New York City. She was making her way as a singer and musician. One day, her agent passed along an offer to do some voiceover work. I was contacted that a client was looking for a native Australian female voiceover artist living in the northeast of the United States. And what they wanted to do was to capture every combination of syllables possible so they could chop it up and create a voice system based on my speaking voice. So Karen went into the studio and started recording. This was three weeks of four hours a day. This was a 50-hour mega script. Here's Karen describing those recordings on an Australian radio show called 3AW Radio. I did phrases, sentences. I counted up to a 1,000, which kind of makes you go a bit loopy. Uh, I said the word approximately, approximately 168 times in a row because it's like in approximately one kilometre, in approximately five kilometres, over and over. over. You have to stop and take a breath. The people who hired Karen were pretty vague about what this system would be used for. And for Karen... This was brand new territory. Remember, up until then, digital voices were pretty much limited to answering machines. And they explained that this was more involved than that. Yes, Karen, much more involved. I was aware that this could be used for multiple things, but I certainly could not have imagined the ongoing potential of that voice system. 
Once the recording phase was over, Karen was paid a one-time fee, and that was that. She forgot about the job and resumed her life as a musician. But then, two years later... I received a voicemail message, and a girlfriend called me and said, Oh, I bought my husband one of those new GPS thingos for Christmas. And she said, you know, we were driving from Maine back to New York City. And he said, oh, let's put it on the Australian voice. So we did. We put it on the Australian voice. And, oh, my God, Karen, it's you. It's your voice in the GPS. In 400 feet, you will arrive at your destination. And that is how I found out that my voice was in some kind of device. And it wasn't just friends who noticed Karen's voice. At that time, there were these chat groups and people who were really into audio or really into voices, and my voice was getting a lot of attention on these chat groups. One of those websites was called gpspassion.com, where people would say the kinds of things that people say on the internet. They'd profess their love to Australian Karen, which was the name of her voice in the GPS settings. That's very sweet of you, but I'm afraid my one true love is the open road. But then, Karen's voice started popping up in other places. I arrived at Brisbane Airport in Brisbane, Australia, and got into the elevator with my family. The doors are closing. And my dad said, oh, that's your voice in the elevator. Going up. There's my voice at Brisbane Airport in the elevator telling people, you have arrived on level two. And that was just the beginning. Soon enough, people started telling Karen that they heard her voice in movie theaters. Refreshments are available in the lobby. Taxi companies. Your driver should reach you in 15 minutes. Software applications. Restart your computer to finish the update. Cruise ships. Please stay in your cabin until the boat is fully docked. Car washes. Sud cycle started. A lot of hotels. To speak to the front desk, press pound. It just, it goes on and on. And then, Karen's voice suddenly showed up in one of the most popular devices of all time. I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. Oh yes, I was the original Australian voice of Siri in a billion iPhones. It's really, still to me, pretty wild. When asked if Apple at least told her this was coming, her response was, I had no interaction with the original company after doing the original voice system. Does that answer your question? (laughs) All of these different uses of Karen's voice came from that one recording she did in 2002, and that was the only one she got paid for. Look, I think that whether some judicial system would agree or not isn't the game I'm up to. But just as a human being taking a basic look... (laughs) at what this entity has done and what the artist has received, there's an imbalance. I recorded one voice system, and I am not alone here. I am a part of a very big club of voice artists and professionals where there's exploitation going on. While Karen's voice was popping up in all of these places, she and her husband hit some hard times financially. They started to take out loans to pay their bills. And before long, they found themselves in six-figure debt. Right, exactly at the time of the global financial crisis. And by this time, my husband's work had started to dry up. I was six months pregnant with our son. 
and we were in a beautiful new apartment that we couldn't afford to live in and we hit rock bottom and we needed to do something. So Karen took her family back to Australia and moved back in with her parents. That way, they could rent out their apartment in New York. To pay off debts that we'd incurred. Very grateful to have had family help us through that to the other side. Karen and her husband spent the next year saving money and negotiating with banks. Eventually, they managed to start climbing out of debt. On a strict budget, they were able to move back into their apartment in the U.S. and get on with their lives. That experience changed Karen's life. It was key to the realization that I had something to offer. I'd overcome one of the most challenging rock bottom times in my life and come out the other side stronger. With this newfound confidence, Karen started to reevaluate her career. She started thinking about how people reacted when they recognized her voice. For instance, while she was in Australia, she was invited to come on a morning talk show called Sunrise. Hi! Hi! We feel like we know you. I feel like I know you too, isn't that nice? That reaction was pretty typical. People talk to me as if they know me, and they really want to share the wonderful trips we've taken together. There's an intimacy which is pretty beautiful. Karen realized that this connection with total strangers was a kind of superpower. For years, her voice had been following her around completely out of her control. But Karen saw that if she embraced that voice, she could reclaim that part of herself and maybe even build a whole new career out of it. So she started calling herself the GPS girl. The GPS girl, yes, that felt liberating actually. Karen began reaching out to news stations, asking if they'd like to talk to the voice inside of GPS systems. And soon enough, the GPS girl was flying high. If you have a GPS in your car, chances are you've already spent hours with a woman you're about to meet. Who exactly is that mystery lady in your GPS? She's the voice that guides you and soothes you. Her voice is instantly recognizable. You have reached your destination. (laughs) I grew up wanting to sing and thinking my voice was going to come out of the car radio. And here I am talking to people, giving directions in the GPS. It's a complete surprise to me. Are you the GPS lady? Yeah. Well, definitely it was what I call uh, listening to my inner GPS. It just felt like this is right. This is what life is calling me to do. But Karen soon decided that the GPS girl could do more than just appear on talk shows. She might actually be able to make a difference in people's lives. I used to think fame was the goal, but impact is actually the goal. Contributing something that uplifts and elevates human beings and humanity. She got involved with the National Speakers Association and started working as a motivational speaker. Here she is on the TEDx stage. Recalculating can only begin when you are willing to admit you're lost. You can't always choose the things that are happening to us in life, but you can always choose your experience. You can always choose how you react to what is happening. Karen never regained control of her text-to-speech voice, but she's okay with that. I'm somebody who 
believes in making the best of my life and moving forward. I can fight with reality, but I find to not fight with reality is much more pleasant way to live. To be able to feel that alignment with who I really am and what I'm here for and keep following the signs and listening to what life wants of me, that is just such a vastly beautiful way to live. You know, after 53 years on the planet, I feel like I'm just getting started. We have reached our destination. At its peak, Karen's voice was being heard by millions of people a day. But imagine if that voice had disappeared overnight. Would Karen's biggest fans have accepted that change? Or would they fight to bring her back? It turns out that's exactly what happened to the voice of Google Maps in Poland. I decided to record a farewell video, and I knew that it will be popular, but I wasn't expecting what happened next. That's coming up after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a new year, and that means more chances to win a super soft 20,000 Hertz t-shirt by guessing our mystery sounds. Here's our first sound of the year. If you know what that is, let us know by visiting the web address mystery.20k.org. Throw your hat in the ring and you might just win a truly stellar super soft t-shirt. Indeed finds highly qualified candidates for any job as quickly as possible. That means when you've got a major deadline and need to hire right now, Indeed lets you relax. So how does it work? First, Indeed has 350 million regular visitors each month. In other words, you have a huge group of talented people to choose from. Then, Indeed's AI-powered matching technology helps you pick out the right person for you. It's like searching for a needle in a huge haystack. But with a giant Indeed-shaped magnet. And in an Indeed survey, 93% of those businesses said Indeed delivered the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. Our listeners can get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Hertz. Just go to Indeed.com slash Hertz right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash H-E-R-T-Z. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In Poland, smartphones took off around 2012. Since then, one man's voice has been heard in nearly every car in the country. Skręć w prawo. 
That's the voice of Yaroslav Yuskovich, also known as Yarek. Yarek, it's a nickname from Yaroslav. Yarek has worked in Polish radio for almost three decades. And the biggest role of my life, of course, is that I'm a Polish voice of Google Maps. Just like Karen, people sometimes recognize Yarek's voice. Other times, he likes to give them a little hint. One time, I made a joke when I was using Uber and the guy was stopping by my house. I exactly know when the system says, you reach your destinations. So I said it just with the voice in the guy's phone. Jesteś na miejscu. Miejsce docelowe jest po lewej stronie. And he looked at the phone, looked at me, and he said nothing but drove away you know, with his wheels spinning. It all started when one of his contacts reached out to say they had a small voiceover project for something called Google Maps. And I said, hey, well, okay. I didn't know what Google Maps means because it was before smartphones. And I sent my demo and after a few weeks, he sent me a script. It was quite short, I must say. And I recorded it. The reason the script was so short was because the voice system was much simpler than the one that Karen Jacobson recorded. Unlike Australian Karen, who can be made to say pretty much anything, Yarek's voice system couldn't say specifics like street names. His directions were cut together from a limited number of phrases. Listen to how, in 400 meters, za 400 metrów, is cut together with turn left. Skręć w lewo. Here it is. Za 400 metrów, skręć w lewo. At the time, Yarek didn't think much about the job. No, no, it was one of many jobs. A few months later, I bought a smartphone and I installed Google Maps and my voice was in it. Kieruj się na południowy wschód. And I showed the telephone to my wife and that's all. But as Google Maps spread across the country, more and more people started latching onto this voice. Over the next few years, the system started to become very popular in Poland. (laughs) I was hosting a technological program in my radio station. And from some point, I noticed that my guests are more concerned in making a selfie with me than participating in the program. So that was the first moment I noticed that something is going on. By 2016, Yarek had started to capitalize on the attention. He was gaining followers on Facebook and started his own voice acting company. He started calling himself Guos Google Maps, which means voice of Google Maps. This persona even came with a catchphrase. In fact, I have it on my t-shirt right now. In Polish, it's Kieruj się na południe, which means head south. Remember, Yarek's voice system couldn't say street names, so when Poles got in their cars and fired up the navigation, it would just say something like, head south. And you are in the middle of the city, and how should I know where is south? Much like Karen's catchphrase, Recalculating. Some people found head south endearing. Others couldn't stand it. Because all the time, all my friends were asking me, how should I find the south? Online, Yarek bantered with his fans. At one point, he was interviewed in a local paper. 
but it wasn't anything close to things that happened on May 2020. It was a very sad evening. It was Sunday, I remember. It was Sunday, and I just got an SMS message from my friend, and she said I was driving tonight and you have been replaced by a robot. Don't call me a robot. Call me an upgrade. I am the new voice of Polish Google Maps. Please excuse my accent. I was not meant to speak English. For Jarek, being replaced by a text-to-speech voice wasn't a total shock. I knew that the moment will come. I knew that it will happen. So I just said, okay, one part of my journey is over. And I was not grieving. Still, Yarek felt like he needed to do something to mark the occasion. He decided to post a farewell video on YouTube, where he explained how to find the cardinal directions once and for all. In the video, Yarek sits in his recording studio. His mouth remains closed while his voice narrates a farewell poem to the Polish people. As you know, a few days ago I've been replaced by a soulless machine, which maybe will take you to your destination, but the machine will never tell you how to recognize the directions of the world. I would like to remind that the moss is growing on trees always from the north side. The southern part of every ant kill is flattened from the south. East is the part of horizon where sun goes up, and west is the part of the horizon where it goes to sleep. With each line, Yarek holds up a drawing made by his eight-year-old daughter. And she draw sunset, sunrise, and how to find polar star, and how to find the cross of the south. Now, when the mechanical guys will tell you where to go, use this knowledge, smile as beautiful as you can, and remember guy who used to say, Head south. This was actually the first video on Yarek's YouTube account, so he didn't expect it to get much attention. But then... During the next, I don't remember, three, maybe four hours, it had 700,000 views. In a few days, it was up to three million. I had no idea that so many users of this system are connected with my voice and I became a part of their life. On the video, Yarek got a flood of sentimental comments. People said things like, Even though we didn't always get along, I'll miss you. Or, Sometimes you frustrated me. But I always liked the way you said, The destination is on the left. Miejsce docelowe jest po lewej stronie. This explosion of YouTube views turned Yarek into an overnight celebrity. The next day, some of the news agencies started to call me some newspapers, and I appeared on the top of the biggest portals in Poland. Soon enough, there was an online petition to restore Yarek's voice to Google Maps. A group of my friends started a campaign bringing Yarek back to life. The signatures started piling up. 
but it didn't seem to be working. A lot of people signed it, but I don't think it moved Google. But while the petition might not have swayed them, there was something else that Google was paying attention to. I think that the comments under the application in App Store started to maybe light up some red warnings in the United States. In the Google Maps reviews, polls were posting things like, Bring Yarek back. We want our voice. The new voice is terrible. We don't want a robot. Yarek compares the new voice to the band Kraftwerk. You know this band. We are the robots. They are quite popular in Poland. This voice was just like that. Come on, Jarek. Do I really sound so terrible? Now, this new system was more flexible and specific with its directions. Crucially, it can now say street names. But compared to this new version, Miejsce docelowe jest po lewej stronie. People thought Jarek sounded more human. Miejsce docelowe jest po lewej stronie. Part of that has to do with the language itself. We don't have Siri in Poland. That's because Polish is so complicated. It's not too complicated for me. I can do anything. It sounded terrible and it sounded arrogant, I think. Oh, and what makes your voice so great, Jarek? It's not because my voice is so beautiful. It's because I'm not rushing them. I'm not arrogant. I'm just saying, skręć w prawo. Skręć w prawo. There was about five days of intense online protest. And then, Jarek got a message from Google. I've received an email from PR manager of Google in Poland. And he said that they want to apologize me, that they removed my voice without notice. They will work to improve their uh, services. It's a corporate blah, blah, blah. But at the bottom of that corporate blah, 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 there was one important detail. They're informing me that they are bringing me back. And they did. (laughs) In less than one week, Google had totally reversed course. They removed their fancy new voice and brought Yarek back. For a company that big and powerful, it was a pretty stunning move. Here's their official statement. We periodically update the voice guidance on Google Maps in order to offer the most helpful experience for users. Given user feedback on the update, we have reverted back to the existing voice while we evaluate future voice improvements. I'm gone for now, but I'll be back. The strange thing is Google updates their voices all the time, but usually it doesn't cause a big fuss. So what was different in Poland? Part of it might have to do with how Poles are used to watching foreign movies and TV shows. There are no subtitles in Polish television or in foreign films, and dubbing is not very popular. People here don't like dubbing. Many Poles prefer foreign language films to be translated by a voice talent called a lector. In Poland we say lektorzy, and there's a long tradition of it. Lectors read all the actors' lines in Polish while the original audio plays in the background. So there's one guy reading the whole script. Here's a clip from the TV show Friends. Miałem cię za przyjaciela, to moja siostra. Mój najlepszy przyjaciel z moją siostrą. To coś więcej niż myślisz. Ja ją kocham. 
it's very difficult because the guy who's reading the script has to be transparent. You cannot act, you cannot be lifeless. You should be just in the middle. Here's another example from Star Wars. Imperator chce tu przylecieć? Owszem. Jest bardzo rozczarowany waszą opieszałością. Successful lectors are big celebrities in Poland. One of the most famous ones, Tomasz Knapek, passed away in 2021. It was a big deal. A lot of people shout at his funeral. Jarek even bought his microphone at a charity auction. It's sad because when I bought his microphone, I still could smell his... It was a mixture of aftershave and cigarette smoke. This attachment to lectors might help explain why the Polish people protested to keep Jarek's voice. I think that Polish people are more attached to voice talents than in other parts of the world. People like voices who are reading them things. I became their friend. The companion of a trip, it means a lot. Two and a half years later, Jarek's voice is still the one in Polish Google Maps. And after all of the attention his story got, he thinks he'll be hard to replace, at least for a while. Because a lot of people now, they knew me. They know that the voice is not just a voice. It's Jarosław Juszkiewicz who lives in Katowice and he's talking about science and he works in the local planetarium, etc., etc. In other words, the voice had the face. People attached to me, attached to me, and it also opened my eyes because I thought, well, maybe I'm a little bit more than just a voice in their cars. It's hard to say how long voices like Yarek's will survive. Text-to-speech systems are just getting better and better. And eventually, they might not even need a human. Yes, <laughs> my voice will vanish. One day, the digital voices, also in Polish language, will be so perfect that you won't be able to recognize them. The only hope for me is that maybe it will stay on videos somewhere in the deep parts of the internet, and maybe someday in the future someone will hear it. Twenty Thousand Hertz is produced out of the sound design studios of DeFacto Sound. Find out more at defactosound.com. This episode was written and produced by Nicholas Harder and Casey Emerling, with help from Grace East and Andrew Anderson. It was sound designed and edited by Kelly Kramerick and Colin Devarney. Thanks to our guests Karen Jacobson and Yaroslav Yuskovich. To learn more about Karen's work, visit thegpsgirl.com. To see Yarek's YouTube video that inspired the online protest, click the link in the show description. While you're over there on YouTube, go subscribe to our channel. I'm Dallas Taylor. Thanks for listening.